Darren Garrahy, and you're listening to The Laughs of Your Life, the podcast where I talk to influential people about laughter. From their first memories of laughter, to no laughing matter moments, to feeling laughed at. I kind of launched into it because I was like, well, look, I've been napped by the balls now. I might as well play up to it a bit. So I was like, a priest, a chapel, a choir and a florist. I always say it, it's such a pleasure to interview fellow podcasters because they just get it. I'm so delighted that my guests this week are the lads from my brand mam, PJ Kirby and Kevin Toobie. We chatted about how their friendship was formed via big nights out in London, PJ's ill-fated Shaka Khan music video, and Kevin remembers how his late dad became his biggest cheerleader after he came out. I'm delighted to tell you that this season of The Laughs of Your Life is once again sponsored by FNF Clothing, available at Tesco. We all know that finding the right fit of denim jeans can be painful, but once you find them, it's heaven. And at FNF, there is an unbelievable range of fits. The days of two fits, comfort and regular, are gone. Bear with me for a second. FNF has. <gasps> Core skinny, wide legs, slim mom, contour, slim ankle, straight, and last but not least, the humble jegging. My favourite is probably the slim ankle because I live in runners and they look great with them. A welcome reminder, all FNF jeans are made mindfully, which means that the way in which the materials used have been produced, grown, or made has a more positive impact on the environment than their conventional alternative. FNF makes fashion sense. Available at Tesco. And now for my chat with PJ Kirby and Kevin Toomey. I really hope you enjoy. PJ and Kevin, of I'm Grandmam. You are so welcome to the Laughs of Your Life podcast. Oh, thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. We're, We're so excited. Buzzing. I am so happy to have you. And I feel like it's a crying shame that we haven't properly crossed paths before. Literally, we were like passing ships. I was just saying we'd be at the same event. Are you avoiding us? I swear in my life I'm not avoiding okay. you. I, like, I feel as though... We've lost time. Yeah. I think that's what, what we, have. Mean? we have. And you know what? To be fair, I do live in London, but then there's other people that I'd be trying to avoid and I'm forever running into them every time yeah. I see them in Dublin. I'm yeah. like, where's Dyrin? <laughs> you know what well, I mean? Stairs, when I'm walking down Cable Street. The stars have aligned now and we're together and that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Okay, yeah. shall we commence? Let's, Let's commence. commence. Very I'm excited. excited to hear. Do you know what? It's great sometimes to have a duo because there is a bit of competition there. Who did their homework better? Mm-hmm. Probably Shall Kevin. we find out? I'm a bit of a nerd. Okay. Probably me. Yeah. So will we start with Kevin? Yeah, too. Let's start with Kevin. Kevin, your first memory of laughter. Right. So I was actually having to think about this when we were writing the book because, you know, a lot of what we have in the book is anecdotal, not to be referenced in the book. Oh, he gets already. the plug in. Immediately. <laughs> Straight away. The publicist <laughs> is yeah. delighted yeah. with me. The publicist is just text us going, well done, Kevin. PJ, TJ, you want to step it off. <laughs> but anyway, when we were younger, right, we used to go on uh, family holidays down to Derry Nan in Kerry. And now this is the time when all of us used to be just shoved into the back of the car. There was... Six of us in total. I was going to say, who's all of us now? Give us the order. So I have two older brothers, yes. a younger sister, my mum and dad in the front. And this was the time before seatbelts. Remember seatbelts existed in Ireland, but they were a bit, they were a bit of a phenomenon. People they were didn't like really know what they suggestion. were for. Yeah. And even when you were in the front of the car, you were, you'd be like, well, I won't die. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was crazy, crazy. time. Yeah. Absolutely. Wear your seatbelts now. This is a road safety authority yeah. of Ireland yeah. advert. Mm-hmm. Arrive alive, yeah. Um, and it was also like the time before you'd be using iPads and stuff to be keeping yourself entertained. So we used to be tearing lumps out of each other in the back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'd be playing I Spy and you'd be like, oh, I Spy, <laughs> something beginning with the letter D. And then my brother would be like, oh, dickhead. And he'd like punch me in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that kind of carry on. And um, 
I remember one time we were all raging with each other and it was also, we were so young. You know, when you're that age, I'd say I was around maybe six or seven, you kind of have no concept of the time. So you're kind of like, will I ever get out of the car? Will <laughs> yeah. we ever arrive in Kerry? This you is know, where I live this now. This far off place. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I didn't know the what the map of Ireland looked like. <laughs> and anyway, I remember we were all fighting with each other. My mum and dad were probably raging with each other as well. Yeah. And anyway, life... By Desiree comes on in the radio, right? Right. With the radio on. As in life, oh life, oh life. Exactly that. Oh life. You go up again. Now we all killed it. We'll work on after. Okay, yeah. But I remember my brother, who's only two years older than myself, started singing along. Now I'm not sure if you know the lyrics to this song. You know the chorus, right? But the verse, right? The first verse. Somewhere in there it says, um, I'm afraid of a ghost. That's the sight that yeah. I fear most. Anyway, my brother knows, he's 10 years old maximum and he knows all the lyrics of the song. Yeah. And so it goes, that's the sight that I fear most. Rather have a piece of toast and watch the evening news. But he's singing it at full belt. He's going hell for leather, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And we all just started breaking down, crying in the car. And I remember I was just like, and everything was fine then. And we were like, we're starting the holiday. Yeah, yeah, And I yeah. remember just being like, actually... Life is grand, you know what I mean? Aww. And it's so weird because, like, when I'm thinking about, like, earliest memories, I can't think of, you know, I had a fairly happy childhood anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's one of the times, and all those family holidays anyway were always a laugh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I just remember that so specifically, being in the back of the car and going, actually. Thank you, Desiree. Thank so you, Desiree. Cool. It's so true, though, what you say. Like, when you think about when you were a kid and moments like that where you kind of were just like, yes, the family are buzzing. Yeah. Yeah. And you, like at the time you wouldn't have known you were even thinking that but as a memory you're like God that was such a ha- it was such a happy moment Happy moment and because my mum and dad found it funny as well you know what I mean yeah, I was yeah. like this guy's this guy's hilarious isn't he? <laughs> you know what I mean You were so, like yeah. I have to step it up I need to bring the vibes for the family trip <laughs> But sure now I have the podcast you know what I mean so, There so. we go yeah <laughs> PJ what about you your first memory it's, Mine's a road trip as well Oh nice. We're too connected We should have shared notes in we advance We should have shared notes in advance but basically we were actually going to carry a distance like I'm just going to tell <laughs> and then Desiree comes on the radio no she doesn't right uh, no but we're going to carry and the boys are kind of on the floor right I think my sister my sister went through this really grumpy phase sorry right. Lindsay if you're listening right but it was me and Lindsay in the car my mum and dad in the front and it was packed out in the back because we had to bring everything but the kitchen sink on a family holiday to carry even though we lived in Cork I don't know what the story was right <laughs> one day down anyway and she's going <clears throat> I'm feeling a bit sick and my dad's like no we're not stopping again like we're nearly there oh, you're no. grand you're grand she's like no, no I'm really feeling sick No. and then we're in traffic and there's nowhere to pull over he's like well I can't pull over she's like no I'm going again sick she was like give me a bag give me a bag and then my man panics and turns around and hands her like a cushion like a cushion not a bag a cushion so then I'm next to her and she's projectile vomiting but trying to keep it on the cushion and she's trying to balance it like a tray and then we were like ma'am where's the bag she was like there's no bag just let her get sick on the cushion and it's, where's the bag? And it's sliding off onto no! me onto my shoulder but we, all we could do was laugh so we were just skitting laughing and that was like one of my like first memories of a family holiday when my, and we always say to my mum like mum bring a bag in the car and no cushions like for Lindsay so rather than a bag it was basically like a throne literally for the puke and to just, just land on and it was her trying to like tactically trying to like keep Balance the it. sick on the cushion and then we had to get off on the side of the road and like get changed out of our sick clothes it was like no oh, even thinking about it now I can smell the smell it. of puke in a car yeah. is there anything worse awful altogether but it was just my dad refusing to stop like Joe and I was dads are like <laughs> yeah. no we're getting there and we're getting there on time when they're in holiday mean? mode honestly yeah I was like we're going to the aquadome would you calm down <laughs> you know okay Kevin the first time you felt laughed at 
Right, so um, oh, it may not be very apparent, but I'm a bit of a stagey kid. Right. right? I enjoy my musical theatre. And when I was growing <laughs> up, I was doing the singing, the dancing, the acting, and I was also playing football, right? My right. family was heavily involved with the club in Douglas, Tremor Athletic One. Yep, yep. We're sponsoring <laughs> them at the moment. <laughs> We're actually sponsoring yeah. the local football team. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Logo on the sleeve. Logo on the sleeve. It's so Very cute. cute. And they keep tagging us in Instagram posts, and it like, makes yeah. my heart warm. Now they need to send us the jerseys because I want to. You need yeah. the jerseys. Yeah, I'm cosplaying as a footballer. Yeah. Don't mess with me. Um, <laughs> but I was also playing football at the time, basically. Yeah. And I remember there was one training session, right? And the coach basically announced that there was going to be a match on the Sunday. But at the time, I was actually doing the Opera House pantomime, Babes in the Wood. None of the lads <laughs> on the team knew that I danced, that yeah. I acted, any of that stuff, right? Very much... Um, oh, incognito sure. yeah. I was giving you Lizzie McGuire Best of both worlds right Hannah Montana Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. <laughs> <laughs> No Lizzie McGuire was fab as well Well Lizzie McGuire, She went on holidays And she did become a pop star well, that so, happened. So, so, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But anyway We um, Were asked If yes. we weren't able To make the match On the Sunday And I knew That I had a matinee <laughs> And I was thinking Oh my god How am I going to break this So I just put up my hand And I said I'm not going to be there and I was also an altar server at the time. Anything to be on the stage, girl. You were anything. doing, you were doing, doing it all. <laughs> but it was just another outlet. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Singing at the front of mass. Girl, all eyes on me. Yeah, Hair immaculate. Cute, do you have cute vestments or whatever they're called? Vestments. 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 But in French, it's more glam. <laughs> Sorry, say to me, I said, matinee. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Anyway, so I put up my hand and I said... Well, I can't. And one of the lads knew that I was an altar server, and he goes, you can skip mass. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And then the coach was like, yeah, will you skip mass like this weekend? Yeah. And I went, I have a matinee. <laughs> now, all the lads on the team were bewildered, didn't know what was going on. Neither did the coach. Philistines. No one knew what was going on. And he was like, what are you on about? And I went, I'm in the children's chorus and babes in the wood. <laughs> anyway, the whole team erupted oh, right just no. started laughing at me and I was like and there was no kind of coming back from it I know and then they were all like do your dance do your dance and I was like um, a wedding day in Sherwood Forest <laughs> so you launched into it I kind of launched into it because I was like well look I've been napped by the balls now I might as well play up to it a bit <laughs> so I was like a priest a chapel a choir and a florist <laughs> no I can't remember if I was doing the dance moves <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I remember just kind of going, and you know what? A weight kind of lifted from me then, there and that. then because yeah. it was out in the open then and I wasn't hiding from it anymore. And yeah. there were probably other times where I had to miss a match or I miss a training session. I was like, actually, you know I what? I can say it now. They know who I am now. Look, I no secrets. Only, yeah. only, only the fact only that, yeah, that you're a big gay, but one of, but you, you know what one I mean? of your secrets was Was out. there a difference yeah. though? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. kind of, I'm sure they gathered, yeah. they collected they the They were clues. hand in hand. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. But yes, but then, I remember I was, and even, you know what? Even the coach was laughing at me, at me and I was kind of going, a bit of decorum, girl. from the coach. You know what I mean? <laughs> And I'm paying his wages. Was I paying for it? No, I probably no, wasn't. You paying definitely no, you weren't paying for it. You were definitely doing it for free. <laughs> I think it was on a volunteer basis. But yeah. And they were sponsoring oh, them. God. 360 degrees, 360, right? That's there we go. gorgeous. That's, yeah. that's life. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, we sang over 12 seconds. I'm sure we're going to have to cut it, anyway. No, it's fine. Copyright, we're grand, Demi. Who knows? Oh, stunning. Okay, PJ, the first time you felt laughed at. Okay, so um, there was a few growing up. <laughs> yeah. But this time, I think I was about like 10. 
Right. right. And I don't condone like children stripping, right? I'm just going to put that out there as a disclaimer at oh the beginning, God, right? Oh my God, the lads are panicking. Right. Um, don't panic. Okay. But it was the year the full Monty came out, right? <laughs> okay. And it was on the big, big movie, right? Unbelievable. And everyone was oh. obsessed with it. Everyone's, all the mans and dads were watching it. We were allowed to watch it for some weird reason. Because it was like a comedy, yeah. you know? It was innocent enough. Yeah. And it was um, the big, big movie. If you weren't watching it, what else yeah, were you doing what else on a Saturday night? Doing? I'm actually shocked that it was on as a big, big movie. Yeah. But what else were you doing if you weren't watching yeah, it? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So then after that, I was in the estate with my, my friend Kieran, yeah. Claudia and Jessica, right? And it was kind of instigated by the girls, like Girl Boss Energy, but they were like, we want to put on a production of the Full Monty. Yeah. And then we were like, okay. And then they were kind of looking at us being like, yeah, the dancers. And we were like, oh, okay. So then me and Kieran had to come up with the Full Monty dance, right? So yeah. we were like, no, we weren't going stripping, stripping, but we were like doing a bit of like Dita Von T vibes, you know what I mean? Nice, yeah. Magic Mike-esque, but like in a more PG way, right? So like, So it was time, like then they were giving us notes and a performance. Like they were really strict. Like they were... Taskmasters, you right. know. Um, and then it came time to perform, but I was like, we can't do the performance like in the front of the terrace because everyone will like see us <laughs> stripping. <laughs> so we had to. Sleep. We went to the back of the, the the back of the estate, and we were like, they were like, okay, put, playing the song. It was whatever the song was from the film, right? right. So then we start like we walk on. We're doing our like little dance, me and Karen, and then they're like, okay, yeah, take it down off or whatever, and then we're do- and we're mid doing it, and then all I hear is PJ Kirby, and I look over, and my mum and her friend are there, and she's like, what are you doing? And then the girls burst out laughing, and I'm like. Um, we were playing chasing man when we got really really warm so we're just taking off weren't <laughs> she was like get up home now and then I like, get dragged up home right and then I'm like I'm so sorry ma'am like Claudia and Jessica just wanted to like put on a show and like who are we to say Blaming no them straight away so then we, we get yeah, home pressures. she was like I'm not going to tell your dad now because he'd be very obsessed but go in there anyway and then I went in and then I don't know why it was like a month later it was on again right and then <laughs> Our family kind of loved the full Monty, so they were like, because it's a brilliant, it was a brilliant film. Like, I would yeah. 10, 10 out of 10 recommend listeners at home, right? Fabulous movie. But we're, they're all like, will you watch, do you want all one watch full Monty? And I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it, I'm sick. And then they were like, why? And then I was like, no, I have to go in, I have to go into bed, I'm really sick. So then I went in, my mum was kind of like, oh, I know why he's he's, up, he's feeling guilty now for doing yeah. the performance, right? So I was, I'm in bed anyway, <laughs> and I'm praying to God to tell him to forgive me from doing the full Monty. <laughs> Right? And I'm crying, right? And then my dad comes in, he goes, Are you alright? And I goes, Yeah, I just have to tell you something, like, because like I was like, I did the full Monty for Jessica and Claudia in the terrace because they had to put on the show. The and then and then he goes, then he goes, It's fine, your man taught me your grand just go to sleep. And I was like, Okay, thank you. Oh my god. That is the cutest, the guilt. The guilt all he did was take off me too. <laughs> The body shaming started yeah. at a young age. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to become Trace. a professional dancer. So ah, look. thank you, thank you, Claudia and Jessica. More 360 yeah, moments. There we go. This the is biggest stunning. influences. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Stunning. Amazing. Yeah. Okay, Kevin. The moment when, if you didn't laugh, you cry. Right. So that's taking a dark turn. <laughs> oh, yeah. You bring us. You bring us on a roller coaster, oh, right, David? It's the nature. I mean, we Peaks haven't even got troughs. to no laughing matter moment yet. Yeah. So. Peaks and troughs. <laughs> But um, as I may have alluded to, I was a bit of a stagey child. I'm sure every one of my stories is a bit stagey. But we love it. We kind of love it, don't Musical we? Musical adaptation of your life to follow. <laughs> and um, I was mad into the dancing, mad into the acting, right? And I could definitely carry a tune. But when it came to singing in front of other people, I would croak, right? And I would always, the so nerves were, would get the better of me. You were coyote ugly vibes. Very much that. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But... 
I needed to practice it, obviously, to get over my fear, but I couldn't even practice in front of my mom because I couldn't even do it in front of her, right? And I'm not sure if you're familiar with the website Omegle. Now, to the younger, <laughs> Omegle is like chat roulette. Yeah. So you basically okay. go, on the, you go on the computer and they connect you in a chat room with someone on the opposite side of the world. Like MSN, but... Yeah, but kind, kind of more of, dangerous. Well, a bit more dangerous. Like, it's I like think it's still around today. Stranger. And it's okay. very much just a lot of lads getting their willies out, I'd say, which okay, sounds right. fun, yeah. but not so much in, in certain instances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so it's, yeah. bit, it's, <laughs> it's a weird version of Grindr. Yeah. No, so it's not for the gays. It was just oh, something God. we all went okay. on. So just a random <laughs> chat room. And you okay. can compare it with... We actually went on it in lockdown, In lockdown when we? you were bored okay. and like we got matched with this fella in... Um, Texas. Tex- and he showed us all his he guns. He was showing us his guns. Oh. Yeah. You can kind of have a nice time on it sometimes. Like, cut this, cut this. <laughs> Guys, if you could just, <laughs> you just stop rolling for a second. But anyway, so I was like, you know what? I'm going to practice for these strangers online. I'm going to sing my song for these strangers okay. online because... I'll never see them again. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, they could be from anywhere in the world. Like a test yeah. group. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, Correct. I went on to practice my songs. And most of the time, I'd get cut off after a few seconds. People can end the chat <laughs> at any point, which was, you know, a, a bit tough to take. But yeah. I, I mustered the strength yes. to carry on. Right. And anyway, I got matched with this girl. And I was like thinking, oh no, because she was a younger girl. I was yeah. like, this is it. She's going to listen to me. She's going to give me the time of day. And she yeah. looked very sweet and innocent. And she's about the same age as me. And I was like, perfect. So anyway, I started... Tearing into the song. What was the song? I don't know. I want to say... Life. Sorry. No. <laughs> oh, life. I'm afraid of the dark. No, but I think it was um, Adele, someone like you, right? It was Give Us a Bar. So, also, so you must have been quite not old. This, not that long ago. Yeah, I was just right? about to say. Yeah. But um, anyway, so I'm giving it... Never mind, I'll find... Tearing into the song. And yeah. anyway, but she listened to like more or less all of it. And I felt such a sense of accomplishment afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I was delighted. Anyway, she writes into the chat. She just goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, smiling. And, she's, and then she said, also, you need to do something with your eyebrows because they're like rose bushes. Oh, right? No. At the time now, my eyebrows were t- touching each other, to be fair to the girl. Yeah. But I remember just being like, to be fair. Gasping for breath. Anyway, she disconnects the chat, and I literally you. in my room, right, with the laptop open, my brother's laptop, and I was like this, and I was shivering. She left me for dead, and I was like, and I just started bursting out laughing, oh. thinking about it because I was like, if if I didn't laugh, I'd cry. But exactly that, I was just like, what even was that? And I was kind of, go- I had a moment where I was like, why am I singing songs to strangers on the internet? I was like, get a grip of your life. Oh. Do you know oh my what I mean? God. Yeah, that was a bit of a weird time, wasn't it? Scream. I Don't go it. on, Omegle. But, uh, but did it actually help? Did you go on then to be able to properly perform? I mean, yeah. I think singing was still kind of my, um, it was my uh, Achilles heel, yeah. a small bit. Okay, you know okay. what I mean? I could, you know the expression, dance like nobody's watching? Yes. I dance like everyone's watching in the room. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. eyes on me, get me up on a stage. <laughs> yeah. When it comes to the singing, it's small bit. I'd be a bit like, you know, you just, you know, the, the, the quiver. The quiver. Yeah, the sad. Yeah, yeah. And I love a vibrato anyway, you know what I mean? So I'm already <laughs> giving this, giving a tenfold. I can't relate, I'm very <laughs> No, I can't. I have to have a note in my head. I can't sing at all. <laughs> okay, PJ, the moment where if you didn't laugh, you cry. And I was. This was a moment where I was kind of terrified, but then I started skitting laughing because I, I rang my sister, right? But basically, when I was growing up, um, 
in the north side of Cork. Yes. Whoa. There was there, I, my backstory. My nephew is the same age as me. Right. Because my yes. brothers are so older, yeah, yeah. much older than me. So we were like brothers growing up. Yeah. And we were up in the shop, and next thing, all of a sudden, I think these three, this like kind of rough family, like right, like they were like known to like beat people up on the street and stuff, and um, were like, oh, let's beat these people up. So we were like, oh, so we ran away, <laughs> right? And then I turn around and I notice one of the fellas is in my class in school, and I'm like, we'll say his name is Bobby, right? right. I'm like, Bobby. Like why are you chasing me And he was like I have to All the lads are chasing you I have to too And I was like Well you don't like You know So then he was like Okay I'll give you a head start So then So then We run home right And then obviously My nephew Gene's like Like having a panic attack He's like Because he wasn't from Where I was from He was like He was like Oh like we should we go back out And fight them And I was like No I don't want to fight them I was like So anyway we stay But then the next day in school I'm like I'm like bigging myself up because like, I don't know, toxic masculinity or whatever. I'm like, I'm his uncle. I need to stand up for him, you know? Yeah. So I go in and I'm like, Bobby, why'd you chase us down the hill? Like, I was like, there's no need for that. I was, And then like, I was putting all on the, I, I, the, I, the chest out like, and he's like, oh, sorry, sorry. Like, you know, like my, my cousins were with me and they were kind of pressuring me. And I was like, okay, so we're all just kind of like victims here you know yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Social, of social norms you know yeah, yeah but then i get a phone call after school from his cousins being like why would you try and get started on bobby in school today we're going to come down and break your window so i was like it's never ending <laughs> and then it's they were like cycle. the only t- the only way we can solve this is if you fight him one-on-one no. in the field so I had to go up and fight him in this field. No, anyway, you didn't. Right? I had to. It was the uncle, right? And obviously I didn't I didn't know what to do, right? So I goes up to the field anyway, fighting Bobby. It's just me and me and one of the lads from school, and then him and his cousins. I'm winning, by the way. So I don't condone violence. No, we don't. But I was we don't. Well, and I wasn't really I was more like kind of hugging him aggressively to the floor, right? Kill him with kindness, girls, you know? <laughs> I was killing him with kindness. I was like, You're you're loved. You were loved I know what you've been through Yeah it's okay I know this is all a front For the sadness inside No So like I'm winning Both drop at the same time (laughs) Yeah But then His cousins like Realise I'm kind of like winning So they hop on and start Like beating me up So I run away right? Right So I'm running away I'm petrified Right But then I notice I'm in the same area As my uh, brother Gary's house but he's not there So I sneak in And I sneak up onto his roof So I'm on his roof And I'm I'm like I'm there for like I want to say an hour and a half Because they're like Running around looking for me yeah. And then I get a phone call From my sister And she's like Where are you? My mum's like Looking for you to come home for dinner And I was like I'm on Gary's roof Hiding from Bobby And his cousins um, Because we were f-. And I told her the whole story And then I finished And I was like I'm just really scared And she goes <laughs> She burst out laughing And then I started Skitting laughing Because I was just Realised the situation That I'm like so hiding, bananas. On my, hiding on my, I was like How did this even happen um, So I was just I was screaming laughing For like 10 minutes She was like Okay They came up and got me And then I was safe again And then the next day In school They just came, like Bobby came up to me And was like Let's just bygones Be bygones Now after that And I goes Grant we shook on it And then that was it stories of such beautiful like end we're like yeah. really gorgeous yeah. moments I within know. each answer to each question no oh. I, had to, I had to tell the whole school that he won the fight otherwise okay. he said we had to fight again oh so that was the yeah but condition. I said oh I go yeah you beat me up <laughs> that's I don't fair care enough. I was like just don't blow in my windows <laughs> Give it to him. yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean okay this is where we actually take a little take a bit we, of a take, you know what I mean a little bit but then we bring breath. you back up girls yes we do exactly. girls okay Kevin your no laughing matter moment in life um, so my father actually very sadly passed away uh, last year. So we just, um, it was recently his yeah. first year anniversary. And it was all very sudden, basically. It was a very short illness. Mm. Um, 
battled with cancer and he ended up getting COVID. He ended up getting sepsis in the hospital. So it was weird because I remember I was actually with PJ when um, I got the call to find out that he had cancer. And my mum actually had had cancer as well um, and made like complete recovery from it. Mm. She, but she went through an awful ordeal of it. But I remember just thinking like, you know, world is crashing down again kind of thing just after overcoming everything that happened with mum. And in my head, I was kind of thinking, you know, mam made it through and mam um, is still with us. Mam is the best version of herself that she ever was, you know, and she was out pounding the roads, walking and doing everything and having a laugh again. So I kind of like in my head, you know, you kind of latch on to that. And I was kind of thinking, oh, well, you know, we'll get through it again, you know, because we got through it before and you kind of think we're able for it. We've done it before. We can take it on again as a family kind of thing. And then it all just happened so quickly and everything was kind of happening for us with the podcast as well. Like we were get, being given so many opportunities were coming our way and we were really like, you know, we've been at it four years now. So it was really you know, only in the last year or so that everything started snowballing. And my dad was like our biggest fan, you know, he came to our live gigs and like he was selling tote bags out the front. He was taking pictures with the girlies and everything. Yeah. And... Um, I, I was over in London still and I just felt like, you know, I keep going with everything. I, I came home for a bit and he was in a hospital and stuff and I tried to spend as much time with, as I could with him, but we never knew how long he had left. And I was over in London then and I was due to come back because we found that he had gotten COVID in the hospital and um, I was like, I better come home. And they were like, no, we can't go to see him anyway. So they were like, you might as well come at the weekend because sure we can't see him till Friday then so they were like don't bother changing your flight because you know if you're booking a flight the same day as it was extortionate or whatever and I was like no I'm coming back um, today and then I got to the Cork airport and I was greeted by my sister and I was like what's my sister doing here and my aunt is there and I was like what's because my aunt lives in Dublin I was like what's my aunt doing for and she was just like we need to go to the hospital now kind of thing and um, Jesus <laughs> it really does take you down yeah it does yeah um, and we just had to boot it to the hospital. And you know, it's one of those moments where you feel like you're watching your life play out. Mm-hmm. You know, that you're just kind of watching it happen. That's like a part of a movie. And I was like, I was in the back of the car and I remember I couldn't even think. I didn't know what was going through my head. And I, and I remember just holding my sister and just being like, we just couldn't believe it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And we got in and I, you know, we just put on the fucking gloves and the masks and the aprons and everything and... He, I got there with about half an hour before he passed away and um, I'm so grateful that I did get home and that I even got to like just hold him in those like last few moments but we are obviously never through anything as traumatic as that in our lives you know and nothing prepares you for a death like that and for a while I was like Jesus Christ I was like I'm never going to be laughing again you know that kind of way mm-hmm. like nothing was I was also, I was, I don't know, I was furious at everything. Like, please don't even tell you. <laughs> Probably had to bear the brunt of it, but I was just so fucking angry, you know? And um, I did, I adored him, but I, like uh, like in all of it, I suppose, if we're to try and put a positive spin in it, my dad always told me how much he adored me and how proud he was of me the whole time, you know? As queer people growing up, sometimes, you know, I know people are in less fortunate positions and they're they've struggled with their families and like my heart goes out to them because 
<laughs> my dad lost and fucking jumping for joy when I told him I was dead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we didn't talk for a week. <laughs> the the car journeys were a bit awkward and he had to drop me everywhere because I can't drive. <laughs> but he did really become my biggest cheerleader, you know, and he was always ringing me and getting on to me. And I just think, Jesus, I'm so lucky that my dad always told me how much he loved me, you know? Mm. And so obviously I'm devastated that he's not here anymore, but I have that and that's, like it means so much to me you know I get so much from that so fucking hell girls I'm sorry I, um, I, mean, yeah. I kind of was yeah. writing notes for everything else and then I just wrote the word dad for that one <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say but I was just like and as well he'd be so fucking proud of you you know he would oh yeah, my god yeah. and, yeah, and as you say like when I hear stories like that I do go how 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 mm. do and, I, and I'm blessed you know to have a great dad and how do you find laughter again? Mm. And and obviously it's still so raw. I can't even imagine how it must feel. You know, it's, it's only one year. One year. You know, how do you think, how do you think you have come through? Do you think your dad and the relationship you had with him has made it easier for you to, to get through the grief? Because Absolutely. as you say, you had a great relationship and you, and you, he told you he loved you and, and you, uh, you spent a lot of time together. Like, yeah. when did you get to a point where you could laugh again and go, actually, you know, I cherish the time I did have with them? You know what? I don't even know if I could put uh, a timeline yeah. on it, really, yeah. to be fair. I think just, especially, you know, after a year, and it's those milestones, really, that you're mm-hmm. um, going through for the first time. Like, yeah. Christmas now I remember I was like how are we going to tackle Christmas I know a lot of what's going on in your head as well is you know how's my mum doing you know because yeah. I can always look after myself and yeah. whatever but you're like mum you know yeah. and the thing of like oh geez who's even making mum's cup of tea in the evening and that stuff mm-hmm. if you think about it too long will you know shatter you so yeah. I remember Christmas dinner we sat down and the vibes had actually been grand all day we went to mass and everything and I was singing along to these tunes and I was like what's mass yeah. you know what I mean I was yeah. like Back to my altar serving days. I was like, get me up on that altar quick. Oh, nice. And then we sat, <laughs> we sat down then for dinner. I remember we all just started bawling, crying. And again, and like his birthday then was another one. And then it came to the year and I was like, and you know, like even um, like things that have been happening recently and you're kind of going, oh, I remember this time last year, my frame of mind was a bit different. Mm. You yeah. kind of just do start to put yourself back together a yes. small bit. Or I know a lot of people have used this analogy before about grief. Like grief is always going to be there. It's always going to exist. And it's always going to be the same. It's to be you grow around, around us it. as yeah. opposed to the grief the grief would probably never get smaller but it's you like just... a parallel in your life it Absolutely. goes along with you completely and, yeah. mm-hmm. and you become more equipped and it is just that case of like surrounding yourself with friends and like people who've been through like similar things you know who kind of just get it you know because yeah. obviously everyone's going to be sympathizing with you but not yeah it's, it's when you're when you connect with someone who kind of gets it and you're just like I know it sounds awful because we're connecting on grief but it no, is something a bit special so as well yeah. you know what I mean yeah. it is helpful so yeah so well, thank you, Kevin. Thank you. So I didn't have yeah. to be too cringe about it, but thank you so much. Thank you so much. No, honestly, like that okay? level. I hope you're okay. <laughs> no, but also people hearing that, Are like listening, okay? it was really helpful. I hope them. you're okay. No, wait, wait. You're so Sorry, hot. That was a brilliant. Are you okay? <laughs> I hope you are. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm so glad you got it because I thought it went over people's no, heads. No, I got it. Brilliant. We love her. Uh, well, PJ, best of luck uh, <laughs> with your no laughing matter. <laughs> well, it's grand. We've another death. Don't worry. It's grand. I'm in the dead dad club too. We're there. Okay, go yeah. on. Tell us. No, tell so us. Bit, like I can, I, I like that. Yeah. We were saying. Yeah. My dad passed when I was 20, yeah. so I'm. That's 10 years ago. Yeah. So I've have grown around the grief, and mm. I would say it doesn't get easier, and it's still hard to talk with him. Mm. But you, you learn to like cherish the memories and I, I like talking about my dad now it still hurts and obviously times when you have big milestones like when we have this book coming out shameless plug um is like, that's, sorry i just want to talk to the public that's, that's the second one no but like uh, what's our quota <laughs> or like when we did like or like he was never on any of the grandma's stuff take off so like um I really miss him and those moments because I'm like, fuck, I would have loved for him to like see yeah. me on stage in like the opera house or like see me do Vicar Street. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like these yeah. big moments where I'm like, oh, it really hits you then and you're like, fuck's sake, like get out the Ouija board there and I'll tell him what's going on. <laughs> Whip it out. Yeah. But like you don't, like it is the thing like, it happened. I moved. To, I moved to London when I was twenty, mm. and my dad and like I was there for about three months, and then my dad passed away. Like he went into a coma and like passed away, and then similar to Kevin, like you, like I like rushed back to London, like tried to get back into everything, but like was my first time dealing with grief, like that was so weighty that like I didn't really know how, I wasn't equipped to deal with it, mm. and it really did like take me a good few years to like even come to terms with my own feelings. So I was in my early twenties, I didn't know what was going on. Mm. I had no stability. I was just after risking everything, moving to London. I had no money. I I, I hated the dance course I was in. I ended up dropping out, like spiraling. You were just coming out as I was. Just, just I just came out, out as gay that year, and like, and, like it, the rediscovering first, yourself. Yeah, re- discovering who I was. Um. I told this story um, a good few times so people listening are going to be like he can't be telling it again but basically like I went back to say goodbye to my dad when he was in a coma and they were like go in and say goodbye to him like hearing's the last thing to go and I was still in the closet right so I was like fuck's sake I'm going to have to do to, like talk, go in and say goodbye to him so then I go in and I'm like saying all the things like oh I love you I'm going to really miss you thank you for looking after my mum like and us growing up um, and like driving us to Kerry and like not killing Lindsay for getting sick on the pillow <laughs> you know so I'm going through all the motions but then I felt like I felt like this thing boiling up in me and I kept being like I, don't, I had no intention of ever coming out as gay right mm. um, and then I was like well fuck I'm gonna I need to tell him no else I'm never gonna be able to like here and last thing to go so I was like oh I love you so much and by the way I'm gay and then I was like waiting for a response but he wasn't gonna pop up and be like okay let's heck? work the house down boots bitch like he was in a coma you know what I mean <laughs> better slave so, auntie mama yeah he wasn't gonna go work bitch yeah let's watch RuPaul's Drag Race and fucking get our hair done like he wasn't going like so there was dead silence in the slave. room and I'm just, and I'm just like slave. so I just like kissed him on the forehead and then I stayed with him that night because I, I was at, like, I let my mom go home and like rest and stuff. And then they came back and I went to go home for like a sleep for like 10 minutes. And then my sister's from Marissa came to collect me. And like when she knocked on the door, I just saw her face and I was like, he's gone, isn't he? And then she was like, yeah. So then we went back. And like, like similar to Kevin, like it, you do, you see it in other people. Like, yeah. um, and like it was so hard for me um, to see how, like, let's see Kevin go through that because I was like, I wanted to like, fix it but I knew there was nothing I can do yeah. so I was literally just like when it was happening for him I was like I, I, I was trying I was like how do I fix things I was like trying to do stupid shit to like hell we get fucking holidays I kept being like what and about I would just ho- be sobbing by the I was, pool I was like what about <laughs> get me was, out of situation yeah I was like and what about like I was like do you want me like what will we do here because like 
you try and help people but like I knew in the back of my head like there was nothing I could do for him like he just needs to go time through is, the, time, time, is the time is the thing it yeah. is. and it's so hard to hear when you're, you've just lost someone mm-hmm. and you like you're like okay I'll get back into my life and stuff like that but like it is it is time and you don't heal like but like you do I do get now talk about my dad like in like really fond memories like yeah. and, and like when I, even when like I'm sitting around my mom at the beginning, like the first few years you talk about him, but you kind of like tiptoe a bit because you're like, it's still really raw. Yeah. But now like we talk about him, like he's yeah. in the room kind of thing. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do feel like now when I do f- see people who've lost a parent, like you don't even really have to say that much. You just need to kind of yeah. look at them and be like, I'm here for you. I know it's like the worst fucking thing in the world. Yeah. But if you need someone, I'm here to talk. Basically. And has that been brilliant for you? Do you feel like Absolutely. Been the last year? It's weird because... <laughs> I remember when my own dad died, he felt all this guilt as well. Not Maybe not guilt isn't the right word, but like a new sadness for PJ that, because we hadn't, weren't, we knew each other, but we weren't mm. living together or anything at that time. And I was like, Jesus Christ, he went through all that by himself when he just moved to London. Like, couldn't even imagine of what, like, that was like for you. Yeah. But I know that he was like, all my friends, like PJ particularly, Podrick, like the, the, that's what you do, isn't it? You rally around each other and you mm-hmm. kind of go, like even, it sounds awful, but like even, you know, when you go back to the gaff for like sandwiches and stuff after the funeral and stuff, like PJ and Podrick were like paid entertainers going around, like just chatting to all the aunties, making everyone laugh and... No, a bit too much at no, one stage. No, a bit stage. too much. I was like, I was like, we need to calm it down. It's not a comedy session. <laughs> me, me and me and Patrick were like, okay, maybe let's calm it with the jokes, you know. <laughs> this isn't a networking event. Yeah, you know I mean? But like, that's, <laughs> but as well, I think that's the way we all kind of deal with like... Oh, yeah, try and you just try and make people, especially Irish people, like... Are we ready to pick the girls back up again? Yes. Let's pick them back I up. I think we should. I think we should. Okay, Kevin, the person you always laugh with. PG, obviously, right? Mm. But we're writing the asses off each other there the whole session where <laughs> we're, we're licking each other's asses so um, but from Podrick right who's both of our friends yeah. um, he came into um, my primary school in third class basically as soon as they made communion in Our Lady of Lord's church they used to get rid of all the boys and the boys would have to go to a different school because okay. they'd want the boys and the girls you know mingling, mingling mm. you know at that age mm. and up until then there was no one else in the class that I kind of saw myself in Podrick was doing drama and I remembered him from the Fesh Machu circus, you know, when we were going up doing our... Um, Kevin, I was a Fesh Machu girl. Were you a Fesh Machu girlie? I could smell oh it like chewy yeah. when I came in the door. <laughs> but I remember he walked in and I was like, I know this guy. You know that kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Podrick was a very camp child. Now, I probably was as well, but but like I remember we had, um, there was a quiz happening. It was in like the first week of school when we, you know, when we all came back. Yeah. And I remember I was in Podrick's team for the quiz and one of the questions was who um was who's Madonna's husband was a first husband or whatever <laughs> and we were all like what the lads in the class didn't know who Madonna was right they were kind of going Madonna and I was kind of going yeah <laughs> have you heard of like a prayer and anyway Podrick just went without missing a beat just went Guy Ritchie and I was like how does this boy know this you know what I mean he's like it's Guy Ritchie and you know he knew a lot of things yeah. through pop culture and things like that and his first memory of me is me singing Sound of the Underground on one of the traffic cones out in the schoolyard and from that point on knew. I think we just knew yeah. and we've been like we just laugh about the most stupid things you know we always yeah. like and again he's living in Dublin and stuff so it's so nice that like when I do come back because I'm over here a fair bit now for work and stuff that yeah. we can all just meet up and have an absolute hooli you know I what I mean Peter what about you? Um, oh, Kevin is one of the people who just like I laugh all the time right? and when I first wait, like so when I first moved to <laughs> London I was with my friends like that I moved over there and we had a laugh as well and then one of my ex-friends really, no, <laughs> they're not 
and then one of my really good friends Aideen I moved in with her and we used to have such a skip but then she went away because she's like an environmental scientist trying to like cure the world she's, she's saving whales she's gathering okay. whales she's snuff. gathering whales now via drones like she's doing all the bits right? right so she was off but then I was like I was in London it gets lonely and then me and, me and Kevin started getting close again when he moved from Essex into London right mm. and like it just it did really just like start making our London experience because like it was so lovely to have someone like to support you when you're in London it's so lonely when yes. you're by yourself in such Absolutely. a big city and like any if I had a bad day or like if I like was feeling really down I mean I'd come home and like we'd both be in a bad mood and then we just sit in the living room and like we're both just like quiet and then and, like 20 minutes later we're like howling and rolling around the place and like like we, we saved each other really for we years did, in London and I had just graduated so I was piss poor you know and I was yeah. had a performing arts degree under my belt what was I going to do with that (laughs) (laughs) go busking on Oxford Street (laughs) so I was waiting on tables you know so I wasn't like I was just kind of making enough to pay rent and stuff but PJ was in a decent marketing job so like when it came to the weekend I'd be like you know I don't have money to go out and PJ would just be after buying a bottle of vodka or a few a bottle of wine or whatever and he'd be like we're going out (laughs) and we used to go out and we just used to have like the nights our earliest nights like in London yeah especially because it was around the time that we had both like kind of come out and stuff or some of the most like formative years yeah. of my like, you know, it was such gay a laugh. experience yeah. in London. I was like, oh, this Finding is what it means. Finding yourself out. It Absolutely. Like, yeah, it was like having a little sister in um, in London. No, little. It's like I was leading yeah. around the gap. <laughs> People are going to think I'm a pygmy shrew. No. I'd like to clarify for all the boys listening, I am five foot ten. I have stunning teeth. There was one day, and th- th- this is an example of how we'd like pick each other up because obviously we were both auditioning like because we were both performers and yeah. stuff. And I was, I went to this audition and like they'd rip you apart Lance so like I, I remember I I'm a, I can dance right I spin, I spin the women around at the 60th birthdays like I'm good yeah. right I can do a jive I just put in a good note for me for yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask, you? yeah 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 this, this is my plug perfect right? perfect um, but I'm, I'm in this audition anyway kill the routine anyway and then your man goes um, okay so we're gonna keep you um, we would keep you look talking to me and he goes you're just way too tall, way too pale, and your hair is way too short. <laughs> and then I was like, "No, he, he was onto something with the short hair." I was like, "It doesn't suit you with the long." Kevin's I was like, "Oh, I was like, right. okay." So then I came, <laughs> me like this in the back. And then I, I was like, and then I, I literally goes, I go, I can get a spray tan. <laughs> and then I came home and I told, I was like, kind of raging because I thought I had the audition in the bag, and yeah. I came home and I told that to Kevin, and we just couldn't stop howling because I was telling him I was getting a spray tan. Is <laughs> <laughs> is there anything worse? Because I I did drama. Mm. Um, is there anything worse than doing an audition and being so sure that you have it? Yeah, oh my God. And then and, and then, then three weeks it. and then it's a no. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's no, just wor- what's worse is getting penciled. Because I used to be getting penciled Pencil, left, left right, and right, centre. Right, yeah, for well, agents listening. So basically, they'd go they keep the dates. They go strong, yeah. strong, maybe. So, yeah, so they'd be like, we'll pencil you for the eleventh, no. and then on the tenth, they'd be like, you're actually released. I got penciled for a Shaka Khan music video. Did you? Yeah. No. She when she was doing her her. I'm sure, I could say that about anyone. I'd be like, I got penciled for that. Yeah. But you just pulling out names. But you didn't. But how do I'm, I know you got pencil for Shaka Khan, baby? Because I'm not a liar. I'll go ask her right in a second because my friend actually dances for her. Is yeah. Right? Do you know the one? Like sugar. We so all know who Shaka Khan is. No, but do you know that song? Oh, yeah, yeah. When she came back with the new, she came oh, back with yeah. a new yeah. a few She's years ago. Right? So I gets penciled, I'm telling everyone. I'm, te- I'm dancing. Yeah, just don't tell anyone. Just, I'm just say nothing. Me say ringing nothing. my mum, dancing. My mum's telling the whole of the parish. <laughs> um, then the day before, hi PJ, just letting you know we're releasing you from that pencil from the Shaka music video. Me to mum, um, I um, just got released from that pencil. You got fired. 
You got, I was like, no, no, it. I didn't even get, get I didn't, it. I didn't actually get the job. She's like, but I'm after telling your aunt. Me, oh yeah. I, and then they're all like, are you okay? Oh, the word. I'm like, don't I'm Say nothing. Yeah. So say don't nothing tell my word of advice to my performer girlies, don't tell people you've been penciled. Say nothing. Yeah. Say nothing. Okay, Kevin, a time where you had the last laugh. I was thinking about that, right? And I, I think. I was going on revenge for you, but then I was like, that's then I was like, like, Yeah. No, but you know what I think it is? I think it's, um. Is it the girl on Omegle? Because you know what? <laughs> One of the things that I get complimented most on nowadays is my eyebrows and my eyelashes. Look at my eyelashes. Your eyelashes. Yeah. Kevin, I swear on my life. But why didn't you I say would, it to me? I would... <laughs> you bitch. They are gorgeous. Because you fucking made me cry and I was like, my mascara is shit and look how fat he looks. Look at the way my eye, especially when I cry because it gives it that extra oh, moisture. Oh, the glisten. Yeah. The glisten, exactly. So they I'm are like, stunning. Do you do anything with them? Nothing, never been for a tint, never, cur- actually I did curl them when I was younger, I remember curling them. But I had this really um, crazy moment with my eyelashes when I was younger. I used yeah. to always get slagged because the lads used to always think I was wearing mascara. Yeah. And I remember having this moment in the mirror when I was at home with one of the, you know, the small scissors. I was like this. Oh, no! And I threw the scissors <laughs> into the corner of the bathroom and hit the tile. But yeah, so I think it's I think it's her. Actually, thank you, thank you, girl in, yeah. <laughs> in Atlanta, oh, wherever yeah. the fuck you are. So your brows and lashes are your last laugh. Yeah, I love think it. so. Brilliant. Perfect. I love it. DJ, what about yours? Um, mine's on my family because they didn't trust me with a secret, right? So my mom is 70 now, but she was yeah. tur- she was turning 50 at the time, so I was right. 10, right? Yeah. And um, then there was all these like whispers in the back corners, my dad going, yeah, we won't tell PJ now because he let it slip because I was the youngest, yeah. you know? And then I was like, won't tell PJ put on my investigatory journalism hat you know what I mean <laughs> I was I was, I grew up in law and order so I was like getting ready to fucking Olivia Hold Benson yeah, 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 down, yeah. right yeah. Um, so I start my investigation it takes about a week to do right I've, I'm finding notebooks of guest lists <laughs> I'm kind of working out it's a party but not sure like I, I didn't know my mum was turning 50 because I was 10 right <laughs> Next thing, it cracked the code one day. My dad comes back from the pub with his friend. They're kind of a bit tipsy. They're in the kitchen. I sneak downstairs. Yeah. I'm hiding in I'm hiding in the living room. Of course. Don't like um uh, so you're gonna come to Newless Surprise 50, we're gonna go out to Blarney, get all the I get all the details, right? I write it down. Then the day before the Scribbles. birthday, my mum my mum comes in, my dad comes into my room. PJ I just want to tell you something. I sit up in the bed and I go, Dad, I already know. You're doing a surprise party for my mum in the Vincent's GA Hall. We're going out to Blarney for the dinner beforehand. And then we're going to come in and surprise her. And you didn't want to tell me because you thought I'd give it away. He was like, how do you know all that? And, and I was like, I, and then I was literally like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I figured it out. I figured it out. Um, and then I never told her and she had a great surprise. Unbelievable. So if the guy is your corner, if I want to solve a few crimes, get on to me. I'm ready to go. I'm just a nosy bitch, am I? We're all nosy. <laughs> We're all We're all just nosy. Okay, Kevin, if laughter wasn't the best medicine, what would be? You know what? We spent the weekend at Lecture Picnic, right? And we had an absolute ball. We absolutely sent it. Right, yeah. didn't we? Right. Sending it. Yeah, yeah. We were sending it On all the weekend. But I was a shell of a human come Sunday, right? And yeah. I had to get the train down. Anyway, my mum greeted me at Kent Station in Cork. Oh. She wrapped her arms around me and I just went, Christ, this is healing. Oh, you know what I mean? But, is it, but you know what? Because usually, no, but oh, you know what? My one's going to be shit now. No, but you know what? Oh, fuck off, actually. But you yeah. know what? Yeah, you yeah, fuck yeah. off. Are you telling my mum to fuck off? <laughs> Dear and Gary, tells good. Kevin Toomey's mother to fuck off. 
it's to tell you fuck gorgeous. off back it's, it's grand gorgeous. no but it was, and you I know what you. I'm obviously kind of hyping up my head I mean we w- went home and we watched 24 <laughs> hours in A&E and I sobbed for the night you know what I mean I was just it in was a cruel healing. condition oh. it was so and I was thinking because usually like if I'm going out in London and stuff yeah um you know, when I'm in absolute state and I say if I'm hanging out my hoop, I've no one to comfort me, really. Yeah, I'm yeah. just in the bed and I'm kind of going, oh, when will dusk come? You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas in that moment, I was, like, look, <laughs> I was like, look at me just sitting on the couch with my mum at a cup of tea and I was going, this is actually all I need. Oh, oh, I should probably move home, should I? The way I'm hoping <laughs> yeah. it all. It sounds like it. Sounds like, like I should. Oh, so or maybe cute. give up the drink. Nah. Nah, never. <laughs> never, girls. That's gorgeous. Okay. So gorgeous. What about you? Uh, mine's a bowl of mashed potatoes. <laughs> um, sorry, no, girls. It's a, it's a similar Something feeling. Similar feeling, similar vibes. Absolutely. But at, when, you're, when you're rattled, yeah. when you're happy, number one, bowl of mash, gorgeous. Yeah. When you're sad, bowl of mash bowl of makes mash. you happy. Yeah. That's the one thing I miss about you most when you are <sighs> bowl of mash. Lo- loads of butter. Loads mash. of butter. But one crazy thing about him, uh-huh. potentially psychotic, PJ leaves the skins on. No, that was only that was only when I was in a rush. I peeled the potatoes now as well. I'd okay. be up for that though. Yeah, it depends yeah, on the, it depends skin. on the type of potato. Yeah. It depends on the on the like. Are we it, rooster? Are we, are we, are we yeah. baby? Or is it and new potato? And you, you sometimes know? do a bit of culcanin. I do. I, sometimes I, I dabble yeah. in a culcanin. Um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be full blown. But Gorgeous. it's just like a warm hug. It is. From mother. In your tummy. <laughs> in your tummy. But like you can't bait it. Like and I just feel so. You're not You said potatoes. That's awful. But the stereotype type exists for a reason yeah. you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and it's a positive one yeah uh, completely look if people are going to call it. me a yeah. potato when I'm abroad I, yeah. I used to yeah. work in a hotel Sexy when potato. I was younger and they had to bear me from asking for baby bowls because I'd come in and I'd be like we will be quiet on the floor would you make me a baby, a baby bowl? bowl what is it again it's the spuds with what spuds, carrots in it bit, bit of uh, well in, our, in, in the Montana Hotel it was a, bit, um, a bit of carrot puree <laughs> yeah. a bit of turnip and some yeah. gravy delicious and peas if we add it in oh yeah God, oh, I want one now. Yeah. Can, we can we wrap this up so I can <laughs> go get a bowl of mash? on the for a baby bowl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, are we ready for a quick fire round? Yes. Oh, God, I'm not sure. Yeah. You are, you're totally yeah. right. Okay, Kevin, the actor you always laugh at. Um, I'm not sure if he's cancelled or not, but Chris Lilly, Summer Heights High. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, my he's God. Semi-canceled. I grew up in it. Kind of cancelled, but look, Mr. G. Yeah, yeah. so Jemaine, funny. Works of art. I used to go around singing, Welcome to Mr. G's room, G's room, G's room. For anyone he's actually who would listen. I was actually really good. I wasn't like, Sorry, I surprised I got, myself. Sorry, typical state. No, I had to. I, I had loved to it. Stuff. And you were harmonising and everything. It was but beautiful. I loved it. So, yeah, I remember. And as well, it was one of those shows that like, we all used to watch like me and my brother yeah. and my sister and my mum we used to just be howling yeah, yeah love it absolutely obsessed howling. okay yours um, mine isn't isn't because he's funny it's because his performances are funny AJ Kappa in Riverdale he plays Archie in Riverdale <laughs> I don't know who this is PJ pulls in so, PJ loves Riverdale it's Riverdale so is the it's worst so show in the world it's on Netflix it's the worst okay. show in the world it started off as like these high school kids in this town called Riverdale right. and by the end they're like all of magic powers one of them's dead one of them like it I just they were just it's it was so, so bad but that. he but he has he's like he's trying to be this serious actor but he got these like really really bad <laughs> he has these like really terrible lines and I laugh okay. at him it's so yeah, bad yeah, yeah. I just okay. laugh at him that's okay. like, he, he goes he, I think one of his quotes is like um you don't understand the trials and tribulations that I go through playing high school football. And that was one of them. And I just be skitting. Yeah, yeah, the okay. writing is terrible. Yeah. And it's, it just makes me feel better about it. Brings myself. Joy. Yeah, it brings you okay. joy. Yeah. Okay. The actress Kevin. <laughs> Captain O'Hara. Oh, good one. Shit's Creek. I just think and so Shit's Creek is actually one of the series that I gave up on 
weirdly, you know what? I watched a few episodes and I was going, I'm not sure if this is for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I remember my housemate was watching it again and I was going, oh my God. I was watching it nearly for her alone. Now, I, I actually ended up devouring every series in its entirety. Yeah. And I remember, so I recently had to get worked on my tooth, basically lost the tooth. Long story. We'll do it in the next pod. Yeah. Um, and the dentist that I went to in London, pure fancy gaff, had a TV screen above me as I was lying down Amazing. and he gave me wireless headphones and he goes, turn on what you want. Turn on Shiz Creek and I remember going, he's actually going to slide tackle me in a second because I keep clamping down his hand because I was laughing, laughing. so much. Laughing! She so got back into it. Funny. Got back into it love again. It. So good. Love, love when she's doing hour. the, when she's on the vineyard, it's the funniest scene ever. I just think, imagine getting the script right and seeing your lines out like that and putting that spin on yes. it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, an genius. absolute craft. Yeah, yeah absolutely. What about you, Peter? I love how dry um, Ashley B is. What's, yes. that, what's that series she's in with? Um, this Way Up. This Way Up. So with Sharon Horgan. Funny with Sharon Horgan. She's gifted. Like, she's gifted. And I just love how and Irish it is. Yeah. I just think it's brilliant. Okay, Kevin, the movie you always laugh at later. Movie, I always... I love Pitch Perfect. Ah, is that a basic yeah. one? No, is that basic? I, I like the basic ones. I don't actually, I rarely rewatch movies, but Pitch Perfect is one of the ones that if it's on, I'll have to, and I love, excuse me, but I'm I drink a little more than I should tonight. tonight. I, oh, that's how I start off every night where we go drinking. If I'm like, no, nah, I'll just have one or two, I go, excuse me, <laughs> once I know I'm getting into it. <laughs> Rebel Wilson's brilliant. I once met her, she was doing um, Guys and Dolls in London. Yeah, she was doing Guys and Dolls in London. I used to like go and see the shows by myself because if you were getting one ticket, you'd always get a cheap seat. And, um, and I remember no I was like, <laughs> so I was like, I, I, I'll go back to see her at the stage door. Went back and she comes out and I said, like, can I get a selfie? Right. But I was shaking so much. Right. So I'm literally vibrating. Yeah. And she's like in the picture. I mean, I'm, I have my arm round her. And next thing you take a pic and it's the blurriest pic you've seen in your life. No! Like Vaseline on the lens. And she went, oh, do you want to take that again? Aww. And I just went, um, no, it's actually fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually fine. And I'd say she was going to go on, where the heck is he going to put that as the worst photo <laughs> in the world? Did she post it? No. But even in a post, I was like, actually, oh, why did worst. I even go back? I enjoyed the show. I should have just went home. <laughs> it's a good story, though. Good story. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Pete? I don't, um, I love comedy, so I, but I feel like when I'm watching comedy, I'm feeling, I'm always like, I'm a Capricorn and I'm like, you, they're kind of, Expecting me to laugh, so yeah. I feel like I'm being forced into it. Okay. So, oh my God, he's so annoying. <laughs> so, Absolute glamour. I so mean, I, the, I the laugh notions. more at like, <laughs> like um, kids shows. Yeah. So okay. I I love Inside Out. I know it's so bad. I'd be skitting at Inside Out. I just think it's What's so Inside funny. Out. Joe, you know when it's like it's about emotions inside this child's that, head. That breaks my heart. That one. Yeah, but there's funny moments and I enjoy it. And I just love cartoons. <laughs> it's a bit simpler, PJ. I'm a bit simpler. <laughs> me. Simple Short things. attention span. Yeah. The comedian. You always laugh at that. I actually had Ashling B down as well. Oh, really? oh. Yeah. All the the Irish guys yeah. are doing yeah. Yeah, yeah. Day. like Ashling B, Alison Spittle. Yeah, well, I used to love Joanne. Maeve Higgins growing up. Joanne, we loved yeah. Joanne in so this funny, house. Yeah. Yeah. Maeve, yeah, I remember like uh, seeing Maeve Higgins when it's proper. Like I saw him fucking like, crane. Yeah, crane. same. Um, about my girlfriend. So yeah, I think I think I mean I, Irish humor is next level. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. Like all the Irish comedians. Yeah. Okay. So we'll just skip over him. I mean, I kind of got the vibe. It was like, yeah, yeah. it was a joint answer. Yeah. That was our first joint answer. And finally, Kevin, your best or worst joke? Oh, God. I don't have a joke. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. I kind of do have a joke, right? But this is one of the ones I was sweating last night to not my notes and I was like really happy with everything. And then I had one, one joke and I like tried out my mum and she goes, what? And I was like, oh, no, I can't do that one. So then I was like, I'm just going to have to say I have no joke. But yeah. then I was scrolling through Instagram, right? Came across um, this comedian, what's his name? Roger O'Sullivan, right? Anyway. Bear with me. Okay. So he goes, um, they say if you're being attacked by a bear, 
right? That you're meant to make yourself look as big as possible. But sure, where am I going to find the time to trim my pubes? <laughs> and you know what? I was going to bed and it made me laugh out loud in my bed. And I went, this is, is fucking perfect. That's good. That's brilliant. You know, because if you Google funny jokes, it's a load of shite. Shite, And great. Americans who don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh, PJ and Kevin, it has been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you. Thank you. Talk to you all day. Love you to bits. You're the best. Give me a hug. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Laughs of Your Life with PJ and Kevin, a.k.a. I'm Grandmam Podcast. The I'm Grandmamual is out this Thursday, the 12th of October, available in all good bookstores or get it on pre-order. I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate and review. It really does help the show if you do. This podcast is produced by Chemistry Media and Collaborative Studios. And this season of The Laughs of Your Life is brought to you by FNF Clothing at Tesco. Tesco.